0: All right, all right. Okay, okay. What's up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Expensive Facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Tuesday afternoon. It is pretty warm here in the Bronx today. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it is November, and it's fucking, like, 68 degrees right now. It's a beautiful day, though. It really is. Just, it's crazy with this weather. Like, (laughs) it really is. Like, I thought it was gonna be, like, a fucking... It's going to be cold today, but hell no, because it's been cold the last few days. But now it's like warm. Feels like spring weather. But I hope you guys are enjoying your day so far. No, no. Well, it's towards the end of the day, so I hope you guys have enjoyed your day. This is my NFL 2021 season week 10 predictions. So I did finish six and eight my predictions for uh, week nine, That's my first uh, losing record with my predictions in a week so. Eh, all good things come to an end. It is what it is. But let's not waste any time. Let's talk about Week 10 right here. So the first game of Week 10 on Thursday night. We got the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. So the Baltimore Ravens are coming off a thriller against the Minnesota Vikings. That was a really good game. Justin Tucker kicking the game-winning field going overtime. Automatic tuck. Rarely misses at all. Big win for Baltimore. You know, it was too close for comfort, but in the end, they got the win, so good for them there, and the Miami Dolphins are coming off finally ending their seven-game uh, losing streak, they only beat the Texans by like eight points, I think it was like 17-9, to nine, I believe, so I mean, they barely beat Houston, it was like, okay, whatever, um, I don't know if was playing this game, most likely he's not, it's gonna be Jacoby Brissett. because now was hurting, I think he hurt his, I don't know if it was like his middle finger that he hurt, I don't know if he fractured it now, I'm like, I'm trying to back up to as much as I can. I mean, I don't know. I I feel so bad for him. I really do. I I really, really do. But, oh, my God. I mean, the Ravens, in my opinion, we don't know what's going to fucking happen because the fucking Jags beat the Bills on Sunday. So we don't know what can happen this week at all. Anything can happen. But in the end right here, I got the Baltimore Ravens beating the Miami Dolphins to start off week 10. So now we get to our Sunday games. We've got the Atlanta Falcons versus my Dallas Cowboys. The Atlanta Falcons coming off a huge win against the New Orleans Saints and now they're back on 500. They're 4-4. Atlanta is very much in it for a playoff spot. Most of them will be a wild card spot most likely, but they're only two games back behind Tampa. And I'm not saying by any means Atlanta can win the division, but they're they're not far behind. They're not far behind. Anything can happen. You just you never know. A lot of people have underestimated Atlanta. They thought they were going to be horrible. I mean, their defense still isn't good. I mean, they almost blew it against New Orleans. I mean, they did. They blew the lead. But Young-Ho Young Ho Koo said, I got this. And he kicked the game-winning field goal with seconds left in the fourth quarter. I mean, he doesn't make that, then, and then Atlanta loses right there. It's another heartbreaking loss. So maybe they've broken that cycle where they blow leads, but they still win the game. You know, my Dallas Cowboys coming off getting demolished by the Denver Broncos. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, the last two times that the uh, the Cowboys have played the Falcons, the Cowboys have had great success. They beat them in Atlanta in 2018, and they beat them last year. So, Prescott, his career is 2-1 against Atlanta. One loss came in 2017, which was in Atlanta. So, you know... Like I said, the Cowboys lose to Denver. Hopefully that's a wake-up call right there saying, you know what? Be pissed off going into this game. Don't underestimate Atlanta because you can't. Atlanta's got a lot of good offensive pieces. With Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts, you know, they've been a really cool combo. My best wishes do do go out to Calvin Ridley. I know he's been going through a lot, you know. And I want to send my best wishes out to him and hope that he's doing good right now. Fantastic football player, and I hope that he's doing okay. You know, and Atlanta's defense, like I said, they're still not that great, to be honest, in my opinion. I wouldn't trust them, to be honest. So. (sighs) Anything can happen, though. But in the end, right here, I got my Dallas Cowboys beating the Atlanta Falcons. So now let's get to our next game, right here. Let me just pull it up real quick. We got the New Orleans Saints and the Tennessee Titans. So the New Orleans Saints, we just talked about them. They came all the way back against Atlanta. But then gave a game-winning field goal to Young Hoku, and they wound up losing. That's a heartbreaking loss for New Orleans. You come all the way back in the fourth quarter, just to lose by a field goal right there. Game-winning field goal—that hurts. And the Tennessee Titans are coming off a huge—and I mean huge—win on Sunday Night Football over the LA Rams. I did say to you guys, don't be—I won't be surprised if the Tennessee Titans win this game, even though I didn't pick them to win. But everybody was saying, "Oh, they're gonna get destroyed by the Rams. The Rams are gonna run them over." The defense of Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they're just going to pick them apart. It was the other way around. It was the other way around. The Tennessee Titans defense that I've criticized most of this season, they've really stepped it up these last few games, especially against a stacked, um, a stacked L.A. offense. That's huge right there. That was big. And That's a big win after losing Derrick Henry. We know he'll be back, he'll, he'll be back during uh, the playoffs. We know that. But that's a huge win right there. And the Titans, I believe, are the number one seed now in the AFC. They are contenders. They're a good team. They are. I mean, it all comes down to can their defense keep it up? You know, can Ryan Tannehill keep it up? Because he's been he's been very iffy at times this year. He's been very 50-50 is what I'm trying to say. You know, and Julio Jones has got to stay healthy. He did play on a Sunday. I think he had like four catches, 49 yards, I believe. Something around there. It's just he's not a good red zone guy. You can't. He, he's such a great fucking wide receiver. It's just when it comes to the red zone, he just ah, he falls apart. He's got to be, you know, he's got to somehow turn that around. I like A.J. Brown. Adrian Peterson, I think he had like 10 carries, 21 yards. Did get a touchdown. You know, that old man wants a ring, and he could get with Tennessee. They're contenders. They absolutely are. But in the end right here in this game between the Saints and the Titans, I got the Titans. You know, without Derrick Henry, the way they played against L.A., without Derrick Henry, that was, that was awesome the way they played. I'm very impressed. I really am. They made a believer out of me. They absolutely did. The next man up mentality. So now we've got an AFC South matchup between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. The so Jacksonville Jaguars coming off beating the Buffalo Bills 9-6. I, when I tell you I was surprised, I was really surprised. And that's the Jags' first home win, like legit home win in Jacksville since September 13th of last year. But I got to give them props. Holding that Bills offense, a stacked Bills offense, to six points, That's that was amazing. And Josh Allen from the Jags, he really took care of Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills. You know, the Jags' defense was all over them. They were all over them. The Jags' offense didn't do much. We know Trevor Lawrence is hurt. So my best wishes go out to him. You know, Trevor's kind of been, I mean, you could tell he's getting used to the NFL. You know, not every quarterback's going to come right in and be like, oh, I got this. You know, it's going to take some people some time. So Trevor Lawrence is going to be fine. And hopefully we see him back soon. So um, let's see who will be the starting quarterback for the Jags. Who came in um, against the Bills? Let me check real quick. Because whoever came in will be the starting quarterback against uh, the Colts. It was, uh, oh, it was Bethard, CJ Bedhard. Not a, bad, uh, not a bad backup in San Francisco. So, not a bad quarterback in general. He's really not. And the Annapolis Colts are coming off, oh, man. They're coming off beating the Jets on Thursday night last week. If only the Colts would have beaten the Titans in that game right there the week before. If only they would have beaten the fucking Titans. I mean, the Colts do have a chance to get on 500. They're 4-5. and five. I mean, they still have a chance at making it to the playoffs, too. The division, it seems very out of reach. You know, a wild-card spot? It could happen. It's just the Colts. It's like they're so 50 too. Like, they can have such a good game like they did against the 49ers. I mean, they had a good game against the Titans, you know, but it's like... It's just like they, they... I don't know. It just seems like with Carson Wentz. Like, you can't trust him in big moments, is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? At times, you really can't. You know, but the end right here in this game between the Jags and the Colts and this AFC South matchup... I got the Colts winning, and they'll be back on five hundred. Next game right here, I'm actually really interested in this game right here, the Cleveland Browns and the New England Patriots. I have no idea how this happened, though. The Cleveland Browns are coming off blowing out the Bengals. They scored 10 points against the Steelers, but they dropped 41 on Cincinnati. How how does that happen? How does that happen? I mean, the Bengals, I guess you could say, they are frauds. But what the fuck? And we know the Cleveland Browns, they got rid of OBJ, and he just cleared waivers. So we'll see where he signs. And we'll definitely talk about it when he does get signed, which I believe could be today or tomorrow, I would have to say. And we'll see where OBJ goes. Most likely, he's going to go to Green Bay, they're saying. So we'll see. He cleared waivers. If anybody would have picked up on waivers, they would have to pay $7 million on his contract. So... So he's officially a free agent. He'll get a new deal. You know, I mostly think he's going to go out west coast. I could see him going to the Rams or maybe even going to the Raiders. And we did see the Sean Jacksons now with the Raiders. So that's a good pickup for Derek Carr and them boys out there. So we'll see where OBJ goes. But the Cleveland Browns, you know, does that really speak volumes, though? Because their offense was at times not great when OBJ was there. But it's like when OBJ got hurt last year, the Browns were red hot and the offense just came alive. Like, maybe OBJ was holding them back. Maybe he was. Baker Mayfield had a really good game against a good Bengals defense. He did really good. But now we we know that Nick Chubb and uh, their other running back, what's his name, Felton, are both out for this game, both out due to COVID. So, I mean, I was kind of liking Cleveland a little bit in this game, but not now. Not now, though. And the Patriots, they're coming off just picking apart the Carolina Panthers. Sam Donald was haunted again. I Bill Belichick. Jesus Christ, have they really fallen off? Um, but the Patriots, they're only getting better right now. And they could very much win the AFCs. And you know what? I agree with Ryan Clark. This team really could go to the Super Bowl. One, because it's, it's just the Patriots. It's the fucking Patriots. It's Belichick and his fucking schemes and what he can do. A one-year rebuild, it seems like. After last year was a horrible season for the Patriots, this year things have turned around. Mac Jones is good. Damian Harris, their running back, is good. He actually actually seems like a franchise running back. That's what they need right there. That's huge. So in the end right here with this team between the Browns and the Patriots, even though I like the Browns at first, I got to go with the Patriots. If Chubb was playing in this game for Cleveland, I probably would lean towards uh, Cleveland. But right here in the end, I got New England winning this game. So now we got an AFC East matchup right here between the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills already talked about them losing to the Jags. I mean, when, you, when you're a team that went to the AFC Championship last year and you're putting up six points to a now two-and-six Jacksonville Jaguars team was going to probably be picking in the top three in the draft next year, you got to be completely fucking embarrassed. You have to be embarrassed. Like, the Bills were a fun team last year. At times this year, they've been you know exciting, but for the most part, they've looked. I I mean, they don't look like a team that's went to the AFC Championship. They you know they really don't. At times, when you put up six points to the Jags, I mean, come on, that that's just horrible. That that's that might be a wake-up call for the Bills too. Maybe the Bills go on a monster run now. I'm sure Sean McDermott, I'm sure he was yelling at everybody, and he should be. I mean you can't yell at the defense. Defense only held Jacksonville at nine points, so you can't blame the defense. You gotta be yelling at the whole offense right there. You gotta be in Josh Allen's face saying, listen man, let's fucking go now. Like, let's go. We were in the AFC Championship last year, one game away from going to the Super Bowl. You guys gotta step it up. Like, let's go. This is it now. Expectations are extremely high. You know, you can't you can't regress completely. And the Jets, you know, we don't even know what their starting QB situation is going to be. I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to be back in this game. Mike White got hurt against the Colts. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnson came in for the Jets. And to be honest, didn't play that bad. You know, even though most of like, the touchdowns they scored were in garbage time, he didn't look that bad. I think he did throw over 300 yards. So whoever their starting QB is... I don't. I don't think it's gonna matter, because I got the Buffalo Bills bouncing back in a big way, winning this game. If the Bills lose this game, though, I will say this though: if they somehow do lose this game to the Jets, then I'm not a believer in the Bills anymore. Because I still believe in the Bills with all their talent, the talent on defense and the talent on offense. This team should be in the Super Bowl. They legit should be. They're too good not to be there. So if they lose this game to the Jets, they can kiss my ass. They ain't going anywhere. It'll be a first round exit, if even that. That's all I'm gonna say. So, next game, we're here. We got the winless Detroit Lions against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, the Detroit Lions are coming off a bye week. You know, the week before that, when they played Philly on Halloween, they whew, 44 to 6. It was just a complete, utter nightmare. It was just a nightmare for the Lions. It's been a nightmare season, you know. And now you're going to Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a win last night against the Chicago Bears. Did the Steelers deserve to win this game? Yeah, not really. You know, they got some, uh, there was a lot of bad calls by the refs in this game right here that went, you know, went on the Bears' way. But I will say this, though. The Bears did screw themselves in the end, though. They did. Because they took two neutral zone penalties on the Steelers' last drive. That's what cost them. And then took another penalty after uh, Deontay Johnson made a catch, got some huge yardage. They also took a bad penalty there. So in the end, the Bears did screw themselves because they did come all the way back. They were down 26, and then it was 26-20, and they wound up taking the lead. Justin Fields really impressed me last night. You know, he really did, you know, from what I saw out of him. You know, it's just it was a real shame seeing them lose, but... In the end, though, the Bears did screw themselves right there on that last uh, Steelers drive. Defensively, they screwed themselves. It took, you know, bad penalties right there that you can't say the refs were on the Steelers' side there. With the other calls, yeah, you could definitely say they were on the Steelers' side. But Pittsburgh somehow pulled out a win last night. You know, you could tell Mike Tomlin right there because I saw the Boswell kick. You just saw Mike Tomlin's reaction. He didn't even give a shit. He was pissed. You could tell he was pissed. You know, because what's there to be happy about? They blew a twenty. They do blew a twenty six lead, and they won twenty nine twenty seven. There's nothing to be happy about. I mean, you can say okay, they won, but you know it shouldn't have got that far. That's what I'm trying to say. So, <laughs> Detroit, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, you know, Steelers right now they've won four games in a row. Big Ben, you know, to be honest, like I've said, he hasn't played that bad this year. He's, you know. He, you know, he's been very careful the way he's played. We haven't really seen him go deep as much. He's been a game manager this year, the way that he's played. So, and like I said, did they deserve to win last night? No. Especially after you blew two leads, you didn't deserve to win. But somehow they pulled it out. So, whatever. But in the end right here, the Detroit Lions will still be winless. As they're going to be 0 9 after they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got the Steelers winning this game. I forgot to mention the teams that aren't playing this week are the Chicago Bears, Cincinnati Bengals, the Houston Texans, and the New York Giants. Forgot to mention that at the start of the episode, but now we get to the next game right here, the last 1 o'clock game. We got the Tampa Buccaneers and Washington. Both teams coming off bye weeks right here. Tampa Buccaneers coming off losing to the New Orleans Saints, which really surprised me after Jameis Winston went down. And Trevor Simeon took over and things just turned around. And the Saints somehow they somehow pulled out a win. It was pretty surprising, you know. Brady shows you Brady's not good against the Saints. It just shows you that. Unless it's the playoffs. Different story. And this is a rematch from the NFC wildcard game last year. But Washington almost pulled it out. They almost pulled it out against Tampa, which would have been huge. You know, Washington's coming off losing to Denver two weeks ago just by a touchdown. I'm really disappointed in Washington, though, because I don't hate them even though they play in my division. I don't hate them. I'm just very disappointed because it's like they had so much expectations with their defense. And I was advocating for Taylor Heineke, and it turns out he's really not that good. Last year was just like a mirage, kind of like that in a way. Or not like a mirage, like a one-hit wonder kind of thing. Like we had a really good playoff game. And then, oh, here comes the regular season, you know, and he's playing. And he's playing like shit. So, I mean, well, the whole team is, you know, they play like shit. Their defense has been absolutely horrible this year. Their defense has been horrible. It's just, oh, my God. There's talk about a regress right there. A team that was so good last year defensively, they just completely fell apart this year. They really have. But in the end right here, between the Bucks and Washington... I said it'll be the same result as the wild card game last year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will pull out a win in Washington. So next game right here, we got, this is the 4 o'clock games now. We got the Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals. Carolina Panthers, man, coming off losing to the page, Like I said, Sam Donald, he legit looked like he was seeing ghosts. because Belichick came back to haunt him. My God, did he look horrible. Yeah, like three interceptions. I don't even think he got to 200 yards. Sam Donald really just isn't that good of a quarterback. I thought maybe him going to Carolina would really change him. In the first three games, he showed so much improvement. Even when he played against my Cowboys, he played good. I thought, okay, Sam Donald's the real deal right here. You know, He's actually good. It's a new system. Maybe That's what he needed. But recently, he's just shown everybody that he's just an average quarterback who can have nice moments, but in the end, he's really not that good. So it is what it is. Um, The Cardinals, you know, coming off beating the 49ers. They, They didn't have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They had Colt McCoy in this game. Colt McCoy, to be honest, when you need him the most, he shows up. You know, he showed up for Washington 2014 on a Monday night game against my Dallas Cowboys. He showed up for the Giants last year when they were in Seattle. And now he went to San Francisco. And he played great. And no DeAndre Hopkins either. And the Cardinals, they played great. So now the 49ers, you got to think about, is Kyle Shanahan on the hot seat? Because the 49ers, this is a team that was phenomenal in 2019. They were phenomenal in 2019. Went to the Super Bowl. In reality, they should have won. Last year, I can't really say much about Shanahan last year because there were a ton of injuries. So I, I can't say anything there. You know, but this year they started off red hot 2-0 and now they're 3-5 you know Jimmy G didn't play a bad game against Arizona he really hasn't played bad Jimmy G but we know Trey Lance is going to be the franchise quarterback you know pretty soon it's going to happen eventually so uh, it's a tough situation out there in San Francisco it really is I don't know I mean is Shanahan on the hot seat he might be pretty soon that's all I'm gonna say. Because the 49ers they have a lot of talent to go places, but right now they're going the wrong places. But I give props to the Cardinals, you know, we'll see. I mean they really don't even need they don't even need Kylo Murray or DeAndre Hopkins in this game. They could spank Carolina without them. <laughs> they, they could spank Carolina without them. I would give Murray and Hopkins another week to relax and be like, you know, if we don't need you guys this week. We could beat you we could beat these guys without you. it's fine. So in the end right here, whoever's fucking playing, whoever's ever at quarterback, if Hawkins plays or not, I got the Arizona Cardinals wiping the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. And hopefully they do. Because fuck the Panthers. Even though I want the Panthers to win because, you know, I still want my Cowboys to get that first seed. But just, if it doesn't happen, it's, then it's not meant to be. Next game right here, we got the Minnesota Vikings and the LA Chargers. The Minnesota Vikings coming off... Two tough losses recently. Losing to my Cowboys on Sunday night and losing to the Ravens back on Sunday in overtime. So this is another team right here that you know that has so much talent. And the Vikings defense, it has gotten a little bit better recently. It's still not good though, but they've gotten a little bit better. Their offense, they have so much talent. Like Kirk Cousins has that talent. But he doesn't have the talent to get you far and like you know he's not a guy, he's not a he's or he's not a quarterback that can get you deep in the playoffs. The deepest he's been is the divisional round, which was back in 2019, the 2019 season, where they beat the Saints in the wildcard game. You know what? They really got lucky on that one. That's all I'm gonna say. They went to San Francisco and they got washed. You know, Kirk Cousins. He can play so good in the regular season. He puts up great numbers, but he doesn't have that clutch gene. He just doesn't have it. He can't get you deep. He just can't do it. So when the bright lights are on Kirk Cousins, it's like, it's like that, uh, that, that Donald Trump video where he's telling them to turn off the lights. That's Kirk Cousins in big moments. That, that's, that's, that's who he is. It's a shame, though, because the Vikings have so much talent. With Thielen and Jefferson and Cook. You know, I mean Kirk, like I said, he has he has talent, but then he really doesn't. Like, you know, when it comes to big moments in a big game, he just can't do it. Especially on prime time. Like he rarely has one on prime time. You just can't put him on there. But now the LA Chargers, um Who who they beat? Last week, uh, how the hell did I forget? I probably wasn't really paying attention that much. Oh, yeah, they beat the Eagles. Beat the Eagles by a field goal. (laughs) Dustin Hopkins kicking the game-winning field goal with seconds remaining. So that was a big win for the Chargers, you know, facing a terrible Eagles defense. Justin Herbert put up some really good numbers. You know, it was the Eagles defense, but still good numbers right there. Big win for the Chargers. You know, that division right there, the AFC West, Is legit up for grabs because you got the Raiders and Chargers tied up at five and three. Let me see who actually has the tiebreaker on that one. Let me actually take a look. Uh, AFC, that would be the Chargers. Chargers have the tiebreaker, so they're both five and three. And you got the Chiefs and the Broncos that are both five and four. So that division really is up for grabs. That's that's going to be an interesting division to keep your eyes on for the rest of the season. It really is. It seriously is. But the end of this game right here between the Vikings and the Chargers, I got the L.A. Chargers win this game. See so we got two more 4 o'clock games. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Denver Broncos. The Philadelphia Eagles coming off losing to the Chargers. Like I said, they didn't lose by much. Didn't lose by much right there. You know, Jalen Hurts, eh, he did okay, eh, to be honest. He, he did okay. You know, I'm trying to still believe in him, but I'm really losing a lot of belief for him because I still believe he's got a lot of talent. It's just maybe he's on, maybe he's just in the wrong system. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, the Eagles' defense is not good because any team that has fucking played the Eagles this year, the fucking quarterback it just puts up fucking amazing stats. Whatever quarterback has faced the Philadelphia Eagles has put up just fucking amazing stats, other than other than Atlanta and San Francisco. Matt Ryan didn't put up any good numbers, and Jimmy G didn't put up any good numbers either. But since then, the first two games, the Eagles' defense has been dog shit these last, these last few games. At the start of the season, one and one their defense has been terrible. Their defense has got picked apart like crazy. And I think it will happen again this Sunday, because Denver Broncos are coming off washing my Dallas Cowboys. You know, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm thinking of picking up Teddy Bridgewater in fantasy. I think I'm dropping Mahomes to be honest. I have Car and Mahomes as my quarterbacks. And by the way, I'm six and three in a, in fantasy. Just you know, I'm the first place in my division, which is which is nice or tied for first, but I got the tiebreaker, so that, that's good. Um, I'm just thinking of picking up Teddy Bridgewater though because I believe he will put up some really good points in fantasy against Philly. Um, but yeah, I think the Broncos they'll do the, they'll do the same thing they did to my Dallas Cowboys. They'll pick apart the Philadelphia Eagles like crazy, and I think a one pick, and I got the Denver Broncos beating the Philadelphia Eagles. So now the last four o'clock game, we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers, and big news: Russell Wilson will be playing this game. He's coming off the IR, you know, and he's going to be playing this game against Green Bay. He's going to be playing in this game against Green Bay. And the Seattle Seahawks coming off beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. To be honest, I was pretty, well, not really surprised, you know. I just thought maybe the Jags would somehow surprise them a little bit, but they did. The Seahawks, they had their number from the start, so. You know, that's another team I did. The Seahawks, you know, even though they're 3-5, and they got that talent as well, man. They got a lot of talent. They seriously do. Now you get Russ back. I mean, the Seahawks, you know, they could get a wild card spot. It's very possible still. It really is. It seriously is possible. I'm not going to deny it. But, you know, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be they're going to get Russ back. We'll see if Aaron Rodgers does play in this game. I don't know if he's going to. I think, I think he's got to, like, get a two negative COVID tests, I believe. You know, but who knows if he's going to play and you know, all the shit that's been going on with him you know i'm not gonna get into that type of stuff that's not what we do here so who knows it might it might be Russ versus jordan love and the packers are coming off losing to the chiefs only by six points so Only lost 13 to 7 i mean jordan love did not did not play good at all in his first career start i mean i didn't expect him to go out there and fucking put a lot of points up on the scoreboard i didn't expect that at all but jeez you thought he would have learned from Rogers? No, he really hasn't learned anything so far. Definitely hasn't. That's the funny thing: the Packers, without Aaron Rodgers since 2017, when he hasn't played, they've averaged like 14 points per game. But the 0-16 Lions and 0-8, and the 0-16 Browns in a, what was it a 2016 or 2017? I believe it was 20, It was either one of those years. If maybe 2017, who gives a shit anyway? They put up more points. And the Green Bay Packers have when they don't have Aaron Rodgers. And that's insane. So Aaron Rodgers is a difference maker. He is. Once he's gone from Green Bay, it's going to be a shit show out there. I mean, because Jordan Love... I mean, he could turn out to be good. He could. But we don't know yet. It's a, it's a big question mark. But in the end right here, you know what? This may not be a popular one. Maybe with some people it could be but most people might not be. I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Green Bay Packers in Russell Wilson's return. And I think he's going to have a really good game. We'll see what happens though. And now we get to the Sunday night game. We have two more games to go. So Sunday night we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders, an AFC West matchup. And most likely we'll see Deshaun Jackson playing in this game, making his Raiders debut. I mean, you go from the Rams to the Raiders now. It's like you went from Super Bowl contender to, like, just making the playoffs probably. We don't even know if they will, though, the Raiders. At least we know the Rams most likely will. The Raiders, I don't know. That division, division's too tough. I don't know. That, that's a, that's that's risky. But you know, the Chiefs, like I mentioned, they're coming off beating the Packers. It's just... It wasn't a convincing win, though. Not because, like, you know, it is mostly because of the score. And also, Mahomes, from what I saw, did not look right. Travis Kelsey didn't look right. Their defense, the last two games, their defense has played a lot better. Their defense has played a lot better. I will give them credit on that one. But their offense, it just looks so average. It looks so average. And the Raiders, they're coming off losing to the Giants. I was really surprised they lost to the Giants. I couldn't believe it. This one's a hard one to pick. It really is, you know. I've been leaning towards picking the Chiefs. But I don't know. It's just... If the Chiefs beat the Raiders and Mahomes has a good game, then I could maybe go back on the Mahomes bandwagon. I could say, you know what, now he's right. Now he's going to do good the rest of the way. But even if they do win well, even if they do win, he plays terrible still. You know what I'm trying to say? Like say if he throws like two picks and a touchdown, they somehow sneak out a win, then I still can't believe in him. Especially if he plays like just absolute dog shit, does nothing. But I need a convincing win from the Chiefs for me to believe in them. Because they still have the talent. That's what it all comes down to. It comes down to the talent that they have. They're underachieving, is what it is. They're underachieving with the talent that they have. They should be there's no overachieving. They should just be achieving at a championship level like they've been, they've been achieving the last three years. But in the end right here, it's a tough one. It's an absolute tough one. I've been thinking about going with the Chiefs, but you know I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders in this game. I do like them a little bit better now. But let's see what happens. Now we get to the last game right here. And NFC West matchup between the LA Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams coming off like I mentioned losing to the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. Matthew Stafford throwing back-to-back picks. Um, he threw back-to-back picks in the first quarter. Like, I, just, I don't know what he was thinking right there on that, on both those fucking throws. I don't know what he was thinking. I really don't know what he was thinking right there. It just he just did not look right at all. The Rams' offense couldn't do anything. They couldn't stop the well. They late in the game they did stop the Titans a little bit. But their offense just had no answer at all. The Titans defense shut them down. Stafford had no answer. They had nothing. Now you're going to San Francisco, a team that just lost to Colt McCoy. I mean, I mean, I don't even know. That just explains it all right there. Um, But I, I do believe the L.A. Rams will bounce back in this one. They'll definitely bounce back. Because I can't see them lose... If they lose to the 49ers, uh, I'll be like... I mean, you could say, oh, it's division rival. Yeah, but you should not be... shouldn't be losing to them. They're just... They're not good. Even though they have, they have talent, they're, they've they underachieved completely. You know... I don't know, maybe... Is, is the Rams' defense overrated, question mark? I mean... I don't know. Maybe Vaughn Miller's not the answer? Because now Denver's defense... They did just fine without him, and the Rams' defense didn't do good in the first game. I know it's just one game, but if his cycle continues, then maybe it wasn't a good move. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what happens, though. But in the end right here in this NFC West matchup, I got the LA Rams over the San Francisco 49ers. Now let's go over my picks here for Week 10. We'll see how I do this week, so... Ravens, Dolphins, I got the Ravens. Falcons against my Cowboys, I got my Cowboys. Saints and Titans, I got the Titans. Jags and Colts, I got the Colts. Browns and Pats, I got the Pats. Bills and Jets, I got the Bills. Lions and Steelers, I got the Steelers. Bucks and Washington, I got the Bucks. Panthers and Cardinals, I got the Cardinals. Vikings, Chargers, I got the Chargers. Eagles, Broncos, I got the Broncos. Seahawks, Packers, I got the Seahawks chiefs and raiders i got the raiders and rams and 49ers i got the rams all right guys that's my week 10 predictions and i hope you guys enjoy this episode right here and i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day or enjoy the rest of your night i should say uh the next time i'll talk to you guys i will say on saturday though i want to just make this clear on saturday i'll be doing my rampage review and also my full gear predictions that'll be on saturday that's scheduled and ready um We'll see when OBJ does get signed because we are going to talk about it. That's a big signing right there. We definitely gotta talk about it. Whenever it comes up, I'll we'll, we'll talk about it. With my AEW Dynamite review. If it doesn't come out Thursday, because I'm going to the Islanders game where they play the Devil's Thursday, and I really don't wanna like rush it in there too much. You know, I'll try to get it out on Thursday. But if not, it'll definitely come out Friday. So I won't let you guys know that. So there's three potential episodes coming up whenever OBJ gets signed. Dynamite review and you know Rampage review slash full gear prediction so I mean I'm going to see if OBJ got signed or maybe we can talk about it now but I kind of doubt it I think I think people would have been texting me about it right now let's see no just Adam Schiff just saying that he went unclaimed let's see anything else let's see if any other uh, any other experts have said anything about OBJ I mean, we think a team I'm sure he's getting some calls Obviously, that team's want to pick him up So, I mean, I don't know who will, though But, we'll see, though Alright, guys So, again, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the night Enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you guys Whenever <laughs> uh, Most likely If OBJ gets signed, tonight or tomorrow I'll talk to you guys tomorrow Whenever it happens We'll talk about a Dynamite review. either be Thursday afternoon or Friday afternoon. Most likely, it will be Friday afternoon. And then Saturday, like I said, that'll be my Rampage review slash Full Gear Predictions. But again, guys, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy this episode. Talk to you guys soon.